0: Welcome growth seekers and freedom fighters to the grow to be free podcast. I'm your host, Kiani Williams, and it is my goal to help you reach your fullest potential through listening to the stories of real women who have broken through a new level of life. And so listen in and take notes because you're going to learn so many practical and tangible tips to help you grow to your fullest potential in business and in life. So let's get to it. All right, well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Grow to Be Free podcast. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Miss Raquel Bosco. She was Miss International Oceana, and she is an amazing person who has such a warm heart for people and mental health. So today, we're going to be talking about mental health, but I want to turn it over to her to share a little bit about her background
1: and who she is. So thank you again just so much for inviting me on here and being able to talk about mental health with you guys and just everyone. Um, So I um, grew up as a survivor of domestic violence as well as like emotional, like uh, my parents got divorced when I was younger and I really struggled with um, abandonment issues, which then like later developed into a severe eating disorder. And actually at the age of 16, I was hospitalized and I was told, I had pretty much two weeks to live because that was the severity of my eating disorder. Um, And through recovery, I really felt as though like I had a purpose to share my story and hopefully create more resources for especially young women. You know, I didn't know what I was doing to myself. I didn't know um, that I was being harmful to myself and that I wanted to have a voice. And so that's why I decided to do like pageantry and like modeling. Um, I really found like it was a space for me to exist with other women and empower one another while also having a purpose to share with the world. So that's kind of why I did it <laughs> And it turned into you know being able to talk about mental health on an international platform and um, being able to meet other like actors and models who you know kind of we all kind of share the same experience. so that was really ma- amazing and such a blessing in itself.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's really incredible. And and I can tell why you're so successful at what you do, because you've really channeled into, this is my story, and this is how I'm going to make it into a a more positive experience for other people. So I can totally see why you've reached the level of success that you have. So tell me a little bit about how you started to change that mindset because of course you know whenever we go through tough situations in our life it's so easy to be down in the dumps and kind of use that as an excuse for why you can't be successful or you can't do Mm -hmm. certain things so how did you learn how to switch that in a more positive light?
1: Um, I think uh, the thing that really helped me the most, I think it was, you know, being in pageantry, it was being an actress and really, you know, wanting to pursue that industry, but at the same time, that also puts you in the spotlight, right, like you're going to be in the public eye. So there is this other responsibility that you have to yourself where you're like, okay, I have the choice of choosing recovery every day, because in order for me to do what I love, I have to learn how to love myself even as difficult as that is. And that was really what pushed me. Like, I think it came hand in hand. It was like, okay, well, if I wanna be, I remember being like, okay, if I wanna be in this California, like I can't be doing this to myself. And I can't, if anything, maybe I could, if I seek out these resources for myself, maybe I could then in turn help other people by doing so
0: wow yeah what were some of those resources and kind of that daily healing that you're referring to
1: um I think it's uh I think when I first started like you know treatment and going into that I think the first like daily thing is like learning to be okay with the uncomfortable emotions reaching out for help and like when you are with yourself when you are stuck in those like insecure moments. I mean, just being in the industry, like you get told no, like all the time. So it's like, how do you stay focused? How do you stay confident in yourself? And it's that daily self-love that that could be different on every person. Like for me, it's like, um, I call them my non-negotiables, which sounds weird. (laughs) but It's like, okay, every day, no matter how I feel, even If it's a PTSD attack, even if it's whatever, I'm going to wash my face, nourish my body, sit outside in the sun for 15 minutes. If nothing else happens today, this is all I have to do. And then on top of that, then you're like, okay, well i take a priority to take care of myself. And that turns into all kinds of different things throughout the day. Wow. I love that. Yeah.
0: I've, I've been subconsciously doing that for a little while. I've, I mean, I'm starting to realize, you know, I mean, we live in California, so we're blessed with a lot of sunshine. Um, but I've realized, like, I need to get outside every single day. If I don't, I'm doing myself a disservice. So those non-negotiables are so important. I agree with you.
1: It's so easy to get caught up in like, okay, well, I need to get this much stuff done for work. Like if I don't get this done today, then X amount of things going to happen. But it's like, you got to, it's like that thing about like, you got to fill your cup first before you can pour into somebody else. Yes.
0: Yes. So do you prioritize that like at the beginning of your day or how do you normally stretch your
1: days? Yes, that's the first thing I do every morning. Um, Majority of my um, abuse when I was younger was in the early half of the day. So I think that one of my like survivor techniques is taking hold and taking control of putting myself as a priority the first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that's like different person to person and that's kind of hard to figure out, but that's all about like, I tell other people, like it's all about like your relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. kind of like how we would be in a romantic relationship and being like, oh, my partner likes these things. I'm like, but what do you need for yourself first too?
0: Yeah, that is so good. That is so good. And so uh, at at what age did you start um, implementing those habits of, you know, prioritizing yourself in the moment?
1: Um, I mean, I'd probably honestly say, like, religiously, probably not until I was like 23 years old, 23, 24. So it was, I think it, it just took a while to figure out what exactly I needed without, you know, putting any type of judgment or pressure on myself to do those things or to find some things. Because, um, you know, like in therapy or, you know, just in those like help groups, there's like so many things like, oh, you can do gardening, you can do meditation and like deep breathing. But in actuality, it's like whatever works best for you. And you have to like figure that out on your own, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Yes, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Because what, what might work for us, you know, we love the sunshine, but maybe somebody doesn't have sunshine in their life. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you have to figure that out. Well, that's, I, I kind of want to dive into now you being in the public eye. and <laughs> And the spotlight and how that has affected you you alluded to it a little bit but but tell me more about how that affected you and 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 how you kind of learned how to use it in a way that was constructive and beneficial
1: um i think uh one of the things i'm very grateful for like especially when i started like modeling when i was like 18 years old was learning um about boundaries <laughs> Which sounds so silly because, like, on social media, we're so ready to like post anything and like share everything, but (laughs) in actuality, you don't have to. And there's some things that you can share to the public that's actually going to be um, helpful. Um, Sometimes there are times where, like, I remember I was getting ready for Miss uh, Intercontinental and I was representing the United States and I was having like, this is like the early half of my recovery too so I was like really struggling with like my body image and just like my self-talk and I didn't want to go to the gym this one day and I was like you know what I'm just going to do an Instagram live and just be like hey guys I'm having a breakdown but I'm going to choose to show up for myself and just letting you know like it it there are heart dates and they exist but you got to show up for yourself and love yourself through it and you know, I know I'm not alone and this is your reminder that you're not alone, you know, and it's it's having that understanding your kind of role within, you know, the public eye and like in society and knowing what you what you should and shouldn't share and what you can share. So I don't know. That's what's been really helpful for me.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I feel like that really does build your own personal brand with it, too, because nobody's perfect and it's so easy for People to look at influencers, and I'm guilty of this of looking at influencers <laughs> and being like, "Oh my
1: gosh!" Like I think we all are. We're like, "How do you guys sleep? How are you perfect all the time?" And you're like, "Ah, because <laughs> no one is." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one is. Yes, and so I mean, it's it's so good that we can have like a platform to share those moments. And um, you know, how did how did you learn how to be vulnerable with the people, like the people that follow you, your followers? You know.
1: Um, I just think about it, like, like, I remember growing up uh, with Demi Lovato, do you remember when she, like, released the Skyscraper album, (laughs) and, like, everyone was, like, singing that song everywhere, Uh and, like, you know, just being, like, an actress, too, like, like I remember watching, like, like, In the Heights, and, like, my life for being forever changed by being able to watch other people showcase vulnerability, it made me feel, um, like, there's a space for me and there's a space that, you know, vulnerability can exist and actually bring people closer together. Um, And so I think, you know, even within pageantry, I was so open to talking about my past and the things that I have, you know, survived through, because I knew that there was a purpose for it. Um, And that's been like, really just like the most helpful thing to remind yourself when you are in those moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you, I mean, it sounds like your mental health journey really started at a, at a young age. (laughs) Um, Like as you, as you were growing up through those teen years, especially, um, what were the biggest challenges for you in, in healing yourself and and getting into the limelight at the same time? (laughs) Like, like what were those biggest challenges and like, what did you really do to, Um,
1: I think, you know, in my teenage years, I didn't actually, like, I truly believe I didn't know what, like, I was really struggling through. I think there, it, it was such, it's, it was such a hard topic to talk about still, like, just depression, anxiety, struggling with suicidal thoughts. So, I actually had, like, kept it all in for so long, and then when I was finally, like, admitted to um, the hospital, and like was in this patient care where there are other people who were struggling with the same issues that I was, that's when I really started to learn like, oh, I actually started to build this unhealthy relationship with myself. And these words are me, if anything, like our de- we are not our depression, we are not our anxiety, but we, I wasn't taught that. So my whole identity was fit into this thing. And I'm like, well, I don't, no one deserves that. And maybe how many people out there live like that, thinking that's who they are? Um, And so, I mean, that's really why I like love acting because it's such a a place for empathy, a place to learn about other people and other people's circumstances Mm -hmm. um, and being able to portray that story because you literally never know if there's someone out there who feels like they don't have that voice, you know absolutely
0: yeah yeah it's so true and it really does come down to your identity and I'm glad that you brought that up of you had to learn you kind of had to unlearn something (laughs) and start to relearn like okay I am not my depression I am not my anxiety I have to learn how like who is Raquel (laughs) yeah moment and you know what does she need I, I always I see this with With women who are maybe in like toxic relationships, or they're just going through a lot, and and how they speak, it it often is coming from a place of like, I just don't know, I don't, I don't know what I need, I don't know who I am, is where it's really coming from. And you know, what are those like little steps that you took? It sounds like you kind of took it from acting. Which, from (laughs) my perspective, it sounds very counterintuitive. I'm like, if you're going to be somebody else, how do you figure out who you are? But, but like, explain that to me, because that's something I, I want think,
1: to know. Um, I remember being in acting school and we had this one, I don't even know if this is helpful for other people, but it really helped me. Um, When you're acting, I remember we had like two pieces of paper and we put them side by side, right? So like, there's like one where you're like, all right, what are all of this character's wants, needs, fears, um, their background? What would they like? just basically like a giant bio but then write yours as well and then you're gonna have a middle space and you highlight the ones that are similar like where can you find empathy for the for that character that person and then you know just by doing that I started to slowly like have a little bit more empathy for myself and like the things that I have been through and like the thing the way that it has shaped me. But as well as, like, okay, well, now that I know these things, like, what kind of person do I want to be for myself and in society after being able to admit these things to myself or being able to admit those things to, like, my closest friends and family? Um, And that kind of just geared how I started to navigate, like, how do I get to become this person of this version of myself that's really what I believe I am, you know?
0: Wow, that's powerful. I get it. (laughs) I get it. So that's awesome. And it brings up the idea of, you know, personal development and personal growth. And for the people who listen to this podcast, you know, that's like what I talk about all the time. It always comes back to it. So do you have a version of yourself that you're still working towards? And how are you doing that?
1: (laughs) Good question. I'm I'm laughing because I'm like, that's exactly what I think about um, daily. Um, You know, I think the thing that I'm trying to you know, work on the most right now is that I've been doing pageantry for so long now. I think I started back in 2016 and I haven't really stopped. And I decided that this current pageant, Miss International, is going to be my last one. And it gave me like, like after the pageant, there was like a realm of anxiety of like, okay, what do, what do I do now? Like what's, what's next? And it's trying to figure out who I am outside of pageantry and like where I would want to take my career like later, and like especially with all these hate crimes happening, and like the like people are wanting to see um Asians represented in media. I'm like, okay, so as much as I'm scared to go back to singing and acting, I feel like that's something that has fulfilled my soul and fulfilled my purpose. So maybe I'll try that again and trying to go through all the healing for all of that as well. Wow. So.
0: that's exciting. Well, I, wow, I, I'm just like impressed by you because it sounds like you're kind of going into uncharted waters in a way. You're yeah. like, this is something I've been comfortable with for this time, and now I'm going to get uncomfortable and do something, something new. So yeah. that's, oof, I'm so excited. So. <laughs> um what what advice would you give a young girl who's looking to go into acting or pageantry or maybe they're pursuing being an influencer like what what is the what are your top tips for them in in respect to um finding who they are or you know (laughs) their mental health making sure that's intact like what's your top tips for that
1: I mean, I think like one of the most important things just being in the entertainment industry, whether you're a model, actress, decide to do pageantry or a dancer, um, it's just really like making sure that you maintain a relationship with yourself and know where you are in every stage of that and being really um, accepting of of what your non-negotiables are or what your boundaries are. Um, I think for young women, like you know, like there's like the easy path where people are like, oh, well, you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to be famous, or you need to be a certain way in order to be accepted in society. When in actuality, like I think the biggest ways that we make impacts are when we define that for ourselves and having the courage to do that within such a saturated industry. Um, and I think that's probably what the most important thing to be able to survive and thrive in the way that you would like to within the entertainment industry. Mm, wow.
0: so good so good Um, (laughs) yeah and so there's so many different ways that I feel like we can continue to take this conversation I'm I'm curious for you like what is what is top of mind for you now with mental health and maybe in entertainment you know what is what are the kind of like the top things that that come to mind that you really would like to get out into the world
1: I mean like that's I mean that's I've been I've been feeling like the thing that I have been like outside of the entertainment industry, something I've been really passionate about lately is um is the access to mental health resources um, for the general public. Because I feel as though when I'm when people reach out to me on like Instagram and like Facebook, they're like, oh, I struggle with X, Y, and Z. When in actuality, like I I am not a licensed person to be able to give them like the best advice, right? And so it's like, how do I help people reach these resources? And yet there's like lack of insurance in some areas too, to be able to get the, to for them to get the what they truly need. Um, so, you know, AFSP has been really working on bills with, um, especially in the state of California to have mental health be as important as physical health so that people are covered to be able to have access to a therapist or be able to go to help groups, um, but I still think that's like a new conversation, you know, or to really seek that level of treatment.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, what, what is AFSP for the listeners?
1: <laughs> um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I have been working with them since 2015. Um, I lost my best friend to suicide in 2016. Um, And I think just being in the entertainment industry, you know, we just get hit all the time with like suicides and like just, you know, depression and anxiety. And so I feel like it's such an important cause, especially now with um, this pandemic, you know, like people feel lonely, people are consumed by social media. And so I think it's going to be really important moving forward to have those resources and also learn how to communicate you know, when they're struggling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's interesting how you brought up that you get messages all the time from from people that you, you don't know who are somebody said this word. Actually, I'm not gonna say because I don't know too much, but but trauma dumping is what they called it, like where like you go yeah. in the DMs and you just like spill out everything that's that's going mm-hmm. on with you. Um and that's kind of like their their cry for help. I feel like it's so it's common like I've been in that position too where I've kind of been like I need to get this out in some way shape or form and I don't know where to go so so how do you handle those situations when you have people reaching out to you where do you point them where do you get them
1: um I tend to usually point them to um so on AFSP's website they have uh, resources that are generalized per state too so I'll send them over to there, or I'll send them to, like, send them some, like, Instagram handles and stuff that are, like, um, more equipped to have those conversations. Um, I always, like, caution, like, other influencers or streamers that when they are co- come into contact with someone who they believe is at risk to provide them, like, the list of, like, the hotlines, and um, also, you know, we aren't I'm not responsible for another human being on the internet. So like reminding ourselves like it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to, you know, be a support and hear them, but we aren't responsible for saving someone's life. The most we can do is point them in the right direction with someone who will be more equipped to help them.
0: Right. Absolutely, yeah. That's and that's so important to to say because I know I'm very empathic. I guess <laughs> we are very empathic as well, and so we have such big hearts for people. And sometimes we'll take on that energy sometimes, and yeah, and, and take it upon ourselves. So I, I can tell you know since that happens a lot for you, like what what do you do to kind of m- maybe like offload it um, <laughs> a little bit and not not um, take on somebody's um, problems like into your your own body if that makes sense like what what do you do to help that
1: um I think for me like the thing that I just do the most is really just like in those moments especially when like it could be triggering of a message or like you fear that somebody's like legitimately in danger I automatically send them like the phone number for their district or where they can call for help um and like just remembering that like but the the most we can do is just hear them and see them. I think sometimes that's all people want and need. Um, We don't have to fix anything, we don't have to save them, but half the time when someone is reaching out to you for help they just want to be seen and maybe they're in a space where they haven't been. So just recognizing that they're there and that like I literally just like, sometimes it's so corny, but all I would say is just, like, everything's going to be okay, and I trust that you're going to be okay, and there's so many people who love you, you know, and I don't know you personally, but you're here for a reason, so thank you for, you know, feeling safe to talk to me, but here's some resources, (laughs) you know.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good, and yeah, I think it's, 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 um, it really helps to get in that mindset when you're wanting to help other people so deeply, but you have to realize that you're not responsible for them. And, and, you know, you're right. People just really want to be seen. They just want to be heard. Um, because you're right. They might not be in a place where they feel recognized and it's in those moments that might not solve their whole issue, but it makes it a little bit better for them. So that's good. I'm glad. Well, cool. Well, man, we covered so much in like <laughs> such a short amount of time. Like That went by really fast. But is there anything else that you'd like to share with the
1: audience, Raquel? Um, I guess just like the, the silly quote of, you know, everything's going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. And thank you so much for creating such a space here to talk about it and create a community for us to be there for one another. So thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. yeah thank you for
0: for being here and and holding that space and being that light on a shining hill because <laughs> I can tell you you just you radiate so much light um but you. yet you're vulnerable with people too which is which is so it's so helpful to see that because we see so many influencers we're like dang like I I can never be like her or like oh just like comparison just like kills
1: that's why i always like whenever like i'm like super like instagram curating for a little bit i'll be like all right let's do an instagram story where i have no makeup on and i'm wearing pajamas hanging out with my cats just to remind you guys i'm a real person <laughs> you know just to like quick check-in with everybody and be like hey i'm here too this is what i actually look like in real life every day
0: <laughs> yes Yes. i love that and we need more influencers like you <laughs> to be honest
1: I love whenever celebrities do it, so I'm all like, we should we should do this more. This should be more of a conversation.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's just, let's talk about our cats. <laughs> let's be in our pajamas just all day long. <laughs> Normal thing. Oh, cool. So where can everybody find you? Where would you like to point them?
1: Um, so I'm updating my website. Hopefully it will be launched by this Friday is my hope. Um, and there will be a whole page dedicated to mental health resources by, for the United States as well as international. Um, so yeah, just like my website will be my little hub for everything. So that and Instagram at Mr. Calbasco. Yay. Yay. Yes.
0: <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. and, um, and um, I know you're also doing some Asian American Pacific Islander stuff next month too. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. I will be, um, i have to, put, I don't, I don't have the link yet, but I'll be singing uh, When You Believe from the Prince of Egypt for, to fundraise um, some money for the Stop and API Hate organization. So that'll be coming up soon, May 7th, I believe. <laughs> um, yes. Great. Well, good. So I
0: am, I am a person of faith, so I love to pray for my guests at the end of the episode. So would you okay. allow me to pray for you? Yes, I would love that. Thank you. Yes. Okay, cool. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Lord God, thank you so much for Raquel and her... Faithfulness and all that you've entrusted her to do, I can tell that she has just been completely obedient in her mission and her vision that you've placed in her heart. Lord God, thank you that you have made her a leader in the mental health industry and um, and in the entertainment industry as well. And that that combination is so special and allows her to have so much more impact on the world. And I thank you for um, just her her responsibility to take care of herself first so that way she can pour into other people um I love that you have given her that big heart for people and that you've also given her the tools and the resources and the platform to really speak out and and be successful in that space Lord God I pray that you will continue to bring blessings her way continue to bring overwhelming um abundance and wealth into her life with her finances relationships when in her family lord god i pray that she will renew the the minds of her family as well lord god i pray that um, you will continue to allow her to pour into them and plant those good seeds and and i pray for all of their health as well that she will preserve it and and make them stronger than they were before and continue to um, send people their way that will make their lives better and continue to pour out into the world the good things that the, that has been um thrust upon them lord god and i pray this in jesus name amen amen
1: thank you so much for having me Yes,
0: thank you so <laughs> much i really appreciate it Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend you feel like needs to hear it because everyone deserves to experience growth and freedom. And as for you, I would love to get to know you and hear your feedback on the podcast. So I invite you to reach out to me on Instagram at growing to be Kiani or on the grow to be free podcast Facebook page. And if you're looking for community and connection, join the grow to be free club on Clubhouse. Until next time, see you soon.